In a recent survey, only 40% of people said that they believe in love. Thanks so much for listening. This is Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung, and I'm single. I'm Tom McGuire, and I'm happily married. I'm Allison Collins. I am still divorced. All right. Still divorced, happily married, love to hear it all, and I'm still single. So, anyway, we uh, got some good questions for you today. We're going to get to that poll question, first of all. And, uh, you know, let's just get into it here. 40% of people, that's not very many that say they believe in love. I, that was surprising to me. Yeah, um, I mean, I, th- I guess I assumed everyone believed in love, but maybe I'm naive. I feel um, like maybe we should just pack up the show and be done if only 40% <laughs> of people believe in love. And that's that the most depressing. Sad. It's the most depressing stat I've ever heard. I don't even understand how that ha- How do you not believe in love? Well, if that doesn't even make sense because like, what percentage of people are parents, right? It's got to be at least 40. I mean, it's probably... Maybe, 50, it's, maybe it's just the parents? just the parents are the ones that believe in unconditional love. I guess, or maybe the people are thinking just romantic love. Well, this would be romantic the, love, though. But does it specify that? I mean, there's I don't know. Either well, way, it's a it's relationship depressing. poll, so I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. But even if like you yourself aren't currently in love, like can't you? I mean, there has to be someone you know where you look at like your grandparents, your parents, and you're like, oh, they are really in love. Wouldn't yeah. it's What's the source on this? I just think it's sad. Did you make this up? (laughs) (laughs) I did not make it up. Uh, It was a poll of 500 people, and it was a love relationship survey statistics at uh, some public data bank. I can't even say the word. Surveillum? I don't know. Maybe people... I don't know. Well, you know what they say. I mean, there's lies. Damn lies and statistics. I can't say that word. (laughs) That would have been awesome. Just say stats. Stats, yes. Lies, damn lies, and stats. I mean, I know. I mean, I have some girlfriends that I feel like have simply given up on trying to, you know, find their perfect soulmate. And they're kind of like, you know what? I like my life. I like my dog. I like my job. You know. I think there's something about being comfortable, but... Mm -hmm. Even if you say, I, you know, I'm not going to really try. I mean... It, sometimes it just happens, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think also, too, I think people start to try too hard. And if you try too hard, it's probably not ever going to happen, right? If you just live your life and do your thing and hopefully you meet somebody. Like, I I, I was at a point in my life and I, for no particular reason, I was like, you know what? I think I'm, I'm never going to get married. I'm just going to be a bachelor my whole life. We it's all thought be... that about you at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. Just so you know. Exactly. Um, and then I met Beth. And then next thing you know, like four years later, I was proposing and getting married so and you just never um, saw that coming but you weren't against it i wasn't against i just thought hey this would be kind of cool to be you know single and kind of do what you want to do all the time um but then i met beth and i was like you know i used to tell buddies who like have this struggle and they're trying so hard to meet the woman they want to be with the rest of their life i'd be like just relax you know it'll happen and then they'd meet somebody who's never told that to me tom well (laughs) you're a lost cause maybe i don't know but the uh no but seriously like and then they meet somebody who's awesome, but all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't know, like, my heart doesn't stop every time she comes in the room. And I'm like, hey, relax. Like, are you better off with her in your life or without her in your life? And that's, you know, like, it's not all butterflies and rainbows and fairy dust. Like, right. There's real life and true love doesn't mean the orchestra plays every time she walks in the room necessarily in my case it is like that <laughs> of course uh, well but, you, you did know. hit the jackpot you uh, hit the jackpot for, i'm way over my skis beth could have done much notice better. how alice and i are not <laughs> arguing with that 
We, we agree. We tell Beth it all the time. I think, though, I, I, you know, <laughs> when, when it comes to relationships, though, um, as you said, it's not going to be all butterflies and rainbows. I think relationships are always work, but they shouldn't be hard work. And I think that is kind of a, a good measure if you're in a good relationship. I, I have a hard time with that 40%. I think, I don't know, I still believe in love, you know, not that I am in love or, or expect to be anytime. And that's right when it'll happen. <laughs> exactly. You're in a perfect position, Allison. Oh. Yeah, I have a hard time with that 40% as well. I just don't, I, 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 that's hard to believe. Fake news. <laughs> Am I, allowed to, am I allowed to say that? Is that too political now? I believe that's copywritten already. Yeah, Sorry. We're going to have to edit that out. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. But it does uh, also kind of lead us into our first question. Uh, this one, uh, Tom, you you uh, found this question. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, this goes back to uh, somebody, uh, aunt and uncle used to live in Madison, Wisconsin. They had a legitimate custom-made Irish pub in their basement. I'm not exaggerating. It was the nicest basement bar you've ever seen. Nicer than most of the bars you go to on a weekend. And we got into a discussion with the family I'm, once. I'm assuming it doesn't smell like urine then? <laughs> uh, no, it does not smell like well, urine. it definitely is better than a lot of bars yes. here. The plumbing facilities are excellent. Um, and we had a pretty... Uh, I would actually say at one point it got heated. And it was... Uh, do you believe in soulmates? Essentially, the argument was, are you meant to marry one person and only one person, and you have to find that one person in the entire world, and it's just going to happen for you? Or are you a person who can marry a lot of different people? It just kind of depends on where the path takes you. I think it's absolutely ridiculous to think that there's absolute, there's one person for another out there. It, it's just, it's, that there's only one person. Yeah, there's only one person. That's just not right. Well, what if, I mean, did you go into the whole, what if they die? What if there is just one person and what if, uh, what if they're killed before you meet them? We did not go into the death aspect of it, but we did go into the what if Wow, you, way to bring it down, though. Yeah, I'm sorry, like, I may have thought yeah. too hard into this question. Well, like, for instance, I met Beth uh, at a White Hen Pantry because I decided to go get a sandwich even though I'd already eaten. I don't even, you know, why was, why was I getting a sandwich, right? And I meet Beth. What if I decide not to get a sandwich? Would I have met Beth somewhere else some other time? Or would I have lived a different life and met someone else? Or would I have been a bachelor my whole life? Who knows? Yeah. Well, like, I think I was meant to marry the person I married just because I, I think I was meant to have the children I have. Um, but would I call him my soulmate? I would not. Yeah, I, I think uh, I've definitely met and dated women that I loved. Um, and that's been more than one. So I, I just, well, I guess they didn't work out. So maybe maybe that goes to your point. Maybe you haven't met your soulmate yet. Yeah, maybe not. But I just feel like, all right, say people are like, all right, so my aunt was there and my aunt met her husband in college, but my aunt almost went to a different college. So if she went to a different college, am I supposed to believe in five or 10 years, her, she would have crossed paths with this, my uncle again, and they would have fallen in love and got married, or would she meet someone else in a different college? What, what was the uh, counter-argument? So basically, it was uh, my cousin was staunchly, <laughs> staunchly, yes, as a soulmate, she's married to Brian, a great guy, and she thinks no matter what happened, she was meant to marry Brian, and they would have eventually found each other no matter what. You know what? The rest <clears throat> of the family was like, come on. If you would have asked me this question like 15 years ago, I'd be like, yes, I am married to my soulmate, and we were meant to be together, and that's how it is, so maybe... You know, it depends on it depends who on that point is. in your life. I mean, at that point, she thinks you know. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't buy it. There's just too many people out there. I mean, what if my soulmate is then? I don't know. New Mongolia. Zealand. Yeah. Or who knows? Well, you plan to go to New Zealand? New Zealand I actually, it has, has been in the works. So please go to our GoFundMe page for Eric's trip to, <laughs> to help me find my soulmate <laughs> in uh, New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, I just think again, there's just so many people, and there's so many choices you make in life. Are yeah, we supposed to believe day. that it's gonna like my life, no matter what, was gonna come back to Beth? I mean, it would be great if that was the case, but I just can't say yes. And that means, what about the people who are alone and can't find anybody? Like that, so their path is just to be alone their whole life. Are you well, talking obviously, about me? Yeah. <laughs> obviously, their soulmate passed away. That's yeah. Obviously, that's Allison. That's why we're single. <laughs> it happens. Or no, never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, th- yeah. I think that's ridiculous. But um, you know, a good question, I suppose. But it's romantic. It's nice if you. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with believing it. It's a very nice notion. It's I very think sweet. those people are stupid. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't believe that. Um, but now let's move on here uh, to our dating app story of the week. And Allison over there has got a good one for us. Allison, where's this one coming from? Um, this one's coming from Stacy in Crystal Lake. Um, How old is Stacy? Do we know? Stacy is 37. Okay. Um, she said that she. Uh, she swiped to the right, which I've now learned means good. Uh, Still means good. He, the guy swiped to the right. They met for drinks, and he sat down with um, a list with his criteria, and he went through a list very systematically with her, uh, uh, basically checking off yes and no on their first date. Wow. What were some of the questions? Like, what were some? What was his criteria? Um, he he wanted to know her credit score. Um, which on a first date, <coughs> she uh, stayed. She didn't leave. She stayed. I think he just for fun just, at that point. You'd have to he, stay for the story. She obviously answered them correctly because he wanted to go out again. Mm. Um, but she would not go out with him. That was just that was too much. It would have been awesome if she would have come to the second date with a list of her own. <laughs> uh, oh, that would have been. Good. My first is: Have you ever brought a list on a date? <laughs> you have. Well, this has been very nice. Exactly. Yep. I mean, I can't. That's almost one of those where, I mean, I know it's true, but I'm like, what? No one would ever do that. I know. I hear stories like this, though, and it makes me think, how in the world am I single? How, how, are, how are there people out there that do this, that act like this? Well, she's really funny, and so she was like, you know, at first I was back on my heels, and then she said, uh, she started asking him, like, where'd you come up with these questions? And he's like, well, you know, some are from relationships that went wrong, and so I don't want to waste time, so I want to know right away, you know, where you stand. And he said, and then, and this was like really what sealed the deal, uh, he went on Pinterest to come up with some more questions, and I guess there is a Pinterest page first date questions you're kidding me no no that is that's that what i would i would say is trying too hard way too hard yeah my mind is blown (laughs) that's ridiculous sorry no it's uh i i mean again there are people out there that do this um well, and, and he'll find he'll find the female version of himself, and they'll be soulmates. They'll be they soulmates, walk up with exactly. their notepads, like, "Hey, oh, you do this too? Your credit score seven twenty two? Oh my god, we're meant to be." Um, we did it one time on one of our girls' weekends. It was in Chicago, actually, and we have a friend Bubba who we are trying to find her soulmate. Um, 
still. But uh, she has very specific criteria. And question number one, we were like, you know, on Girls Weekend, there may be some beverages right. um, had. We were like walking around Michigan Avenue with a sheet like, how do you how do you pronounce this word? And it was P-I-E-R-O-G-I. And the guy would have to pronounce it. And if he didn't say pierogi like that, he was out. <laughs> wow. So, who are these Who are these girls? <laughs> this is a, so why is one of them named, strict rules. Why is one of them named Bubba? Is this from Wyoming the, or something? No, no. These are all my college roommates. Um, how, how often do you guys do these girls trips? Um, it's... I don't know. It didn't start for a while because we were all really poor. I mean, not that I'm wealthy now, but um, it's usually every other year. Sometimes every year. And so are they all spread out or are they live? Yes. Okay. And it's usually dependent on, like, they were very um, uh, accommodating to me when I first got divorced and I had little kids. So it was always in Chicago at the beginning. We went to Milwaukee one year just because I didn't have the money to fly somewhere and... Um, they're just really good people. And now our one friend opened a restaurant in Dallas, and she can't really leave it because, you know, she runs everything there. So now it's been in Dallas the last couple of years. If you're in Dallas, check out Pink Magnolia. <laughs> awesome. Are they are they starting a sponsorship with us? <laughs> they are now. Excellent. Half Excellent. price appetizers on that? Thursdays. <laughs> just tell them Allison say it. <laughs> I think I think Bubba's first issue in finding a soulmate might be to have her friends stop calling her Bubba. No, we have to. We it's something we need to do. Just kidding, though. If Bubba's lovable and doesn't matter what her name is. She's I should don't even know her real name. Mary. Mary. I mean, she has a beautiful name, but that you choose not to use. Nope. Yeah. Bubba is actually shortened. It used to be Bubba Nugs, and then Bubba Nugs. How did how did she get the nickname? Uh, is that a story we could tell? Um, well, Bubba was from, she uh, hit her lip at the time of Forrest Gump. like, And she has, you know, very voluptuous lips to begin with. And she hit it, and it really got big. And so uh, it was in reference to Bubba from Forrest Gump. Mm. Mm. Frosh ramp. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and so I take it you did not find Bubba's soulmate. On not yet. Trip. Still looking. Girls Trip 2018. Yeah. <laughs> if he was interested, hit us up on Snap. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. We're going to the Jersey Shore this <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, wow. Yes. Nice. Wow. I think, awesome. I, I think, um, I don't know why, I guess just because of the show, but I'm assuming you're going to have luck. Well, our one, it's, it's like the nice part of the Jersey Shore. One of our friends has a house there. That's really what we're doing in. Oh, that yeah, sounds pretty nice. nice. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to the next question. This one is a guy is thinking about breaking up with a girl because of the way she chews her food. Oh, this is from Caitlin in Glenview. Oh, so it was a girl then. I'm, I I'm wants sorry. to break up with a a guy. Yes, wants to break up with a guy then uh, because of the way he chews his food. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming it's probably really bad or smacks his lips is what I'm guessing, which I think that's grounds for breaking up with him. Dump him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. you got to have good manners. <laughs> I know. I, uh, I, I got nothing. That would drive me crazy. And that's all you could hear when you sat down to eat, too. But I think the question really becomes not like, do you dump him because he, how he chooses food? No, it really becomes do you address do you address the issue with him oh. and see if he's willing to change? Or you're like, hey, listen, there's this new shake diet. Uh, <laughs> we should start together. They, are you, they don't probably start slurping though. <laughs> I think you just have to say like, 
I mean, it's be super awkward, but if you actually think there's possibly a future, if there's any hope for a future, but this lip smacking or open mouth chewing, whatever grossness is occurring, I mean, I think you just say, listen, it drives me crazy the way you chew your food. I really like you, but when you eat cereal, my skin crawls and I want to puke. And punch you in the face. And punch you in the face. Yeah. So will you please close your mouth and chew normally? I think I think there's a way to do it here. And, uh, I don't think it's the way Tom did it. No, no. Gotta, hey, I, I but that's a start. Point. That's you a start. Get to the point. No, I understand. Um, I dated this girl for a little while who uh, she was Muslim, so she didn't eat pork. Pork just happens to be one of my favorite things to get at restaurants. And th- the first couple times we went out, I ordered, you know. I don't know, some pork shoulder or something like that, not really thinking about it at all. I mean, I just knew that she didn't eat it. And after we had been kind of dating for a little bit, she did just kind of bring it up. She's like, I'd really appreciate it if, you know, you just didn't eat pork when you're with me. Um, Really? Yeah. Interesting. But she did bring it up. And I mean, it's a religious thing. So I kind of get it. Would she kiss you after you ate pork? She, She said she wouldn't. Um, really? She yeah. said she would not kiss you. Right. I mean, I don't know. I never really tested it. I mean, I, to me, it was it was an easy thing to be like, okay, that's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, I probably shouldn't be eating that much pork anyway. But um, it wasn't a big deal to me. I, I didn't think it was... It, it wasn't like just because she didn't like it. It was because, I mean, it was a religious thing. So to me, that was almost just making a an effort, I guess, to say, I understand where you're coming from, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, but imagine if you got married, you could never have a BLT again. No, no, no. She didn't have me. A, she didn't have a problem with me eating pork. She just didn't want to eat, in eat it in front of, of her. her. What if you had a BLT at lunch without her, and then you came home, and you gave her a kiss hello? Would you She'd have to like, say, like, I've got bacon in my mouth? salty. Nah. Well, I, she wouldn't know what it tastes like. She'd never had it. So imagine I, never having okay. bacon. I love the smell I of bacon, like on the weekend it. mornings, like mm-hmm. you put it in the oven, oh. and then the whole house smells like bacon. It's like an alarm clock when I was a kid. <sighs> well, I guess that's another list of people I can't date. <laughs> yeah, I mean, giving up. I've always said I'd like to give up meat, like just because I feel like factory farms are so terrible to animals. But to quote John Travolta, was it uh, pork chop tastes good? Bacon yeah, they tastes do. Good. Yeah, you're right. I just love. I love pork. Pork shoulder. Pork belly. Well, you're, an Iowa, you're an Iowa guy, right? Aren't you yeah, a leading producer I, yeah. of hogs in the uh, yeah, U.S.? I think that's probably a lot. We did eat a lot of pork chops when I was growing up. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, I sometimes I order like I'm a vegetarian and people ask if I am. And uh, I used to live on a cattle ranch, a beef cattle ranch, a beef, you know, mm-hmm. uh, natural beef. Grass-fed? How did, Grass-fed. How, how did Grass-fed. being a vegetarian go over there or ordering vegetarian? No, no. I mean, sometimes I think, I mean, you can't have meat, you know, constantly. But sometimes, you know, I go get tacos, I get avocado tacos. Would you ever go out to the pasture, like pick a cow and kill it right then and there and eat it? No. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> she, just, she just was like, are I you just, an idiot? And also, I know, I, I, that was a, obviously, that was in jest. But like, how did this city girl end up on a cattle ranch in Wyoming is really the, is the real meat of the story, if you will. Wow. Way to go, Tom. I am a dad, so. (laughs) No, I, uh, well, I did movie production in Chicago, and then they offered me a job in Los Angeles, and the thing with working in production, it's super cool and fun, and then the movie ends, and you are suddenly unemployed. So I had an uncle that needed a babysitter uh, for a weekend, and I went to his house, 
and there was a guy that walked around the corner with his shirt off and a tool belt on, and he was fixing something. At was the he house. sweaty too? Yeah, glistening. I think. I believe, <laughs> I believe that's this the right is word. the second episode where we've heard about the shirt off and tool belt. So I know, uh, guys. Yeah. All you really, have to do is really walk around with your shirt off and a tool belt, and he Allison like, is putty in your. We hand. were like twenty-one or twenty-two. Eric, I mean, Eric, so you can imagine. Put your imagine. shirt back on. Eric. Put your shirt back on. <laughs> you can imagine. I mean, we looked a lot different then. Uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, two years later, I agreed to marry him, and his family asked if he would move back to Wyoming and run the cattle ranch. And he said, do you want to go? And I said, sure. Because obviously I assumed I'd be like riding a horse and picking wildflowers the whole time. And that's how I ended Your up hair there. blowing in the wind. I know. Yeah. It's that age old story. Mm. Yeah. When you first got there, was it kind of culture shock or were you okay? Um, to say that there were signs that I shouldn't have move there is an understatement um there was a blizzard in new mexico uh, as we were driving there with uh like we had a u-haul with my car hooked to the back of it and then i was driving a truck of his um and so we like slid off the road and we were stuck in a hotel we were like in the janitor's closet of a hotel and then the house we we're supposed to move into burned down as we were oh my going. gosh <laughs> so so you, as you god in, was telling you something <laughs> there as they pulled in a town a great chasm opened <laughs> and they had to climb Lightning over through it. They had to climb through it to and get I'm to like, town no it's gonna be fun let's keep going <laughs> you did not listen to the uh, uh no i know i know better than the messages that's for sure but you got two great kids i have two really i got lucky with those kids Absolutely. Um, and let's go to uh, something we didn't do last week that we probably should have done, which is uh, just to close out the show, uh, Tom, tell me a story. All right. Well, I remember last, uh, if, if you remember last week's episode, I mentioned I was a bit of a late bloomer. And I think it all goes back to my first breakup. It was uh, spring break, sixth grade. I had, uh, you know, in, the, in those days, it's like, oh, she likes you, or it was, her name was Becky. Becky likes you. you. You and Becky should go out. That's when you would go out. You actually wouldn't go anywhere, but you would go out. So we were switching from math class back to our main <gasps> homeroom. I'm the guy I know who you're talking about. Becky. No, you don't know. I don't, oh. Different Becky. Not the Becky you're thinking of. Uh, so many Beckys in my life, I guess. Uh, but anyway, so Becky and I decided, hey, well, you want to go out? Yeah, you want to go out? Yeah, all right, let's go out. This is probably Thursday, I'm guessing. Maybe Wednesday. This is on the phone or in person? This is in person. We yeah. decided to go out in person. Spring break starts Friday. I think Monday or Tuesday, I'm at my buddy Matt's house. I come home and my sister, Colleen, she's the oldest in the family. So at this point, she's in high school. And she's like, uh, Tommy, uh, <laughs> Becky called while you were gone. Uh-oh. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, she said uh, she doesn't want to go out with you anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Aww. Didn't even, didn't even, yeah. Just, wow. Yeah. Just told, I, who answered the phone again? Well, my sister Colleen. I feel badly oh, for Colleen. I kind of felt bad. I think they probably, it was probably discussed before I got home and it was like, you just got to tell him. You just got to <laughs> rip off the band-aid. Uh. But I think it. I think it was probably even funnier from Colleen's perspective because I remember I was like, oh, okay. And I just like, went about my business. Yeah. Like It was one of those meaningless... Years um, later. But maybe while I thought on the outside, I was strong on the inside. It, it was were, really tearing me up, maybe. I don't know. Tommy would say. But that was my first, uh, my oh, first breakup. Man. My, my first breakup was my oldest sister. Did you ever talk to Becky again? Uh, we went after that. We went to different uh, junior highs and... She had to leave after doing that to you. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't stand to look at her. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, you got a quick story for me? Uh, 
Sure, I misread the calendar for a uh, school dress-up day. Um, actually, uh, I had given up Facebook for a while, and so they made a new announcement about what we were supposed to wear. So I went to school the other day dressed with a big... Um, you had to be a superhero, and I didn't really have a superhero shirt because I'm not really into that. But the girls have a big cape. Um, it has a lightning bolt. It's red. Uh, I can't remember who I was. Flash. Maybe? Sure. Flash someone. Anyway, so I show up at school, and I have this big, long, glistening red silk and sil- silk and or red silk and silver cape. Do all those words make sense? I, I, I can understand. Red, silk, and silver. So I'm walking through the halls, and everyone's like, why are you wearing that? And I'm like, oh, it's superhero day. And I'm walking through and walking through. And it took about two periods before one of the kids said, you know, it was changed to blackout day to honor all of the uh, school shootings this year. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But so you, you owned it, though, didn't you? You have the cape on. I was, like, twirling it. I was making, you know. I was, was every, did, what was, was there any other giveaway at all of what had happened? Well, or? so there'd been a different theme we, we, each day, and and everyone had kind of, like, bought into it. And so I just couldn't, I was like, well, these people are so boring. Why aren't they wearing their superhero outfits? Maybe that wasn't a good topic. Maybe next time they're not going to do that one. But the, it was. So you were judging all them, like, look at these. Like, <laughs> nice job, idiots. <laughs> I am Way to go. Be, yeah, I'm so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Did, did you wear it the whole day? No, like after the, there's like a Velcro thing at the front, and so like I slowly peeled it off and tried to like <laughs> one thing at a time. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well that was awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening to Single Married Divorce. Coming up next week, uh, when you're out on a date, do you leave your phone up or down on the bar, and is that a problem? And of course, we'll have another poll question as well as another great dating app story. For Tom and Allison, I am Eric Rung. This is Single Married Divorce. Have a good week, everybody.